0: Welcome back to Recap, the podcast where we cover the latest news featured on our social media pages. We try to find the news that matters most to our voters, and we encourage our legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear. I'm your host, Joshua Hyde, and with me today are our esteemed guest. First, we have Professor X, who is a sometimes host of Recap. Uh, I don't know if I should let the count of the bag possible almost host of his own show and one of our writers and we also have the esteemed anthony arnold man what can't i tell you about that? <laughs> he he helps me on a recap he's got his own show smart politics he's a writer he does a lot of stuff man he's a wonderful asset to the point cast team how are you gentlemen doing
1: today? speaking of ass that was an ass kissing. <laughs> was- finally Recognition I deserve. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I I was I, I clearly upset the balance last time, and I just wanted to make it right. Alrighty. So, with that being said, Alex. Yep. Trends. Threat. Right.
1: All right. <sighs> uh, so I actually get to carry the the, the weight of the, the the narrative weight of this episode today, team. So I'm I'm really excited. Uh, we're going to talk about self-determination and people's ability to pass their own laws. So let's begin. We're just going to run through a, a brief summary of controversial laws. Um, I'm going to cover from the, okay, uh, we'll see a trend. So <laughs> we're going to start by talking about, uh, this new, uh, house bill 233 in Tennessee. Um, so I'm gonna start with the beginning, and we'll and we'll make our way. So, uh, it was an attempt, say, an attempt to define, um, a con essay to to use a uh, common law marriage. So, common law marriage, for those of you who don't know, is like, is uh, a thing that's in most states where if you if you have a man and a woman and they cohabitate for a sufficient period of time, they are common law married. This doesn't uh like. They like this provides them some legal um, protections uh, like, you know, say similar to privileges that would be reserved for a spouse, but they have not gone through the formal process and they probably haven't actually done like the ceremony. So what this bill was attempting to do was to undermine like to like to tear marriages and to give a, a, a way a carve out. So for some people who with religious objections to gay marriage. So they, they, this bill defined a common law marriage that could be performed uh, between one man and one woman. Also, um, if you listen to what the, so Republicans will say, or Republicans or conservative supporters, people in support of the law will say, there was an oversight. Because they didn't include any age restriction on the common law marriage, uh, and just say, and for and I have, I'm certain that there are lots of people who support this type of thing, who who even support this bill even, who say like, who were like, who genuinely believe it was an oversight. Here's my skepticism, because uh, Tennessee didn't have, I um, ch- say. Uh, age laws, age restrictions, and their marriage laws until 2018. In 2018, they added their first marriage restrictions law, which said that a male or, say, that, um, that people, male or female, age 17 could get married to anyone with, as long as they had parental consent. And anyone above the age, say, 18 or older could get, say, um, you know, could, can freely marry. Whoever they whoever they pleased. Uh, as a result, I say um, a investigation into these things has found um, thirty thousand um, ch- say uh, what they deemed as child marriages across the United States, and that is people uh, people traditionally girls being married uh, I say less than eighteen being married to older men. Uh, so this is my skeptical face. Um, that this was a uh, that this was an oversight. This was this was done intention- This was probably done intentionally for some uh, people of Tennessee who wanted to marry younger women and wanted to didn't like the 2018. Sorry, younger girls. My miss, um, speak there. Um, wanted to marry girls and didn't like the 2018 law. Additionally, we have we've seen a lot of states uh, in recent uh, stuff we've talked about. Florida the don't say gay bill uh, and a, v- a variety of other states have been trying to craft their own version of this. So this uh, lar- the bit like the language of the bill is something like this sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. As you can tell that language is quite broad and will largely be up to the discretion of the uh, Uh, say, of the state and the local, uh, say, local law uh, lawyers to determine, you know, if this law was broken or not. And that includes something, so something as, uh, uh, there was an instance of a third grade uh, teacher who just suggested that we should, um, who bought pride memorabilia for pride day and was fired. How dare you acknowledge that pride exists? Uh, So you can imagine, you know, uh, say, Um, Other things where it's like, well, some children might not might not just be able to talk about their parents. Well, I have two dads and I was adopted and I can't talk about that now because don't say because that would be talking about sexual orientation or gender identity. Super fun position to put parent uh, put teachers in. Uh, And the last thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, And the last thing I want to talk about is um, good old fashioned book bannings.
0: Oh yeah. Which yeah. are at a
1: uh, we're at an all-time high um recently. Uh Texas um is uh is the highest. Um I suppose like to surprise no one. Um Pennsylvania has but I say but Pennsylvania, uh, more you know, t- traditionally a blue state, has banned 456 books. Oh lord. Have they really? Uh, Florida has banned 204. Oklahoma forty-three, Kansas thirty, Indiana eighteen, Virginia sixteen, is... Tennessee sixteen. What like they're I... just banning books from their say from their from their school library. What the hell is going on in Pennsylvania? Yeah, uh, I couldn't couldn't. That's tell you. interesting. Okay, I, I, I've um, I've
0: heard of some of those numbers, but I uh, I'm very confused as to how any of those numbers are in the hundreds.
1: Uh, say and uh, Texas, uh, for the record, has banned um, Good guy. Uh, nearly sixteen hundred books. Uh, the most, of uh, the six most common. Say, and this is like from their school libraries, right? Um, right. So, uh, on the book, let's say some of the the most common books identified are um, "Gender Queer," a memoir, a memoir by Maya. Um, I'm going to butcher names, and I apologize up front. Uh, Kababe. Um, So it's an autobiographical um, story. Uh, That one doesn't actually have a summary, so I'm going to move on. Um, um, All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. It's defined as a young adult memoir that weaves together the trials and triumphs faced by Black queer boys. Uh, It describes memoirs of his teeth getting kicked out by bullies at age five, his first sexual relationships, and uh, it's recommended for um, people uh, between the ages of 14 and 18, banned from school libraries. Uh, Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evison, A coming of age story about a gay protagonist who's trying to discover himself. It includes a sexual experience with a protagonist had at a youth group meeting uh, um, between, between two 10 year olds. Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez. This is a love story about a black teenage boy and a Mexican American girl facing racism in Texas at the time of 1937 new London school explosion. Uh, the worst is, you know, school disaster in U S history. Uh, Amazon recommends the books between for grades students between the grade eight and 12. And then finally the bluest Eyes" by Toni Morrison, a uh, story involves an 11 year old black girl who wants her eyes to turn blue thinking that that would change her life. Um, it is, uh, you know, described by common sense media as poetic and complex investigation of racial, personal, and sexual feelings. And, um, Amazon again rates it as uh, for a rate, you know, say um, for high, say high schoolers um, grades 10 plus. Uh, this information was provided by Business Insider. That's where I got the, they did the um, collaborate, they did the determination of like the, they looked at the different school districts and determined what the six most common books I, banned amongst them were.
0: And, and these are being banned for like what grade school?
1: No, sorry. No, no, no. The, that was only, let's say, these were being banned from school libraries. Pumped. In general. In oh, general. Oh, cannot okay. be anywhere.
0: Okay. Um, I, the first, I the don't that.
1: say gay bill is specifically K through three. The books are from school are, yeah. libraries. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No one okay, gets cool. access to them.
0: For whatever reason, I was I was under the impression that that was still still being referenced as Sorry. a K through three. Those are, like, those Wait are a separate things. Like, why would anyone want a K through three person reading that book? Like, would they even be able to read that book? Oh, correct,
1: one hundred percent. Obviously, <laughs> and a lot of these are obviously like middle school or high school. Let's um, say, like that's what they're rated for, and that is presumably because because librarians are reasonable at their jobs like are separated that way that's why that's why yeah. there are elementary libraries and that's separate from the middle school library which is separate from the high school library uh there's an Indian
2: indianapolis indiana native who has her book banned in oklahoma leah johnson her book is called you should see me in a crown for uh high schoolers she's had her book banned so yeah this is like widespread yeah
0: well <laughs> what do we think about this gentlemen
1: uh, well, I, I, let's. I, I kind of want to pause this conversation because it'll all roll. Yep. Yeah. That's all, fair. Yeah. Okay. It'll yeah. All yeah that's culminate. Fair. So that's fair, that's fair. That's fair. That's yep. fair. say. That's let say. But like that's the trend. We are seeing. We are seeing. Um, basically laws diverge. Or say. Um, like the like laws diverge rapidly by and say along like state lines. Yep. So we'll have thoughts on it. Just keep it in your head
2: for the discussion later that this is happening.
0: Yeah. So uh, because I forgot the the premise of this episode, let's go ahead and talk about the poll.
2: Yeah, we're going to talk about the poll. Same idea with Mm -hmm. the poll. Keep this in your head. This is all going to come together. So the poll, um, as always, polls appear on social media pages. Share, comment, like.
0: Every Friday.
2: Subscribe to our page. Comment. <laughs> All of the above. Every Friday. So here's the poll. Should citizens be able to set rules for their own state? In 2018, California through a ballot initiative. So that's where the people directly vote on their ballots. So if people don't know what a ballot initiative is, that's what it is. The
1: people so, vote directly uh, Indiana, on the ballot. India had one just uh, a couple of years yep. ago. I'm um, talking about the right to hunt and fish.
2: Yep, it's direct democracy uh, in its purest form. So I, but through ballot initiatives, California decided to ban the importing of pork unless the pig was born from a sow that could freely turn around. But while the new law would only directly apply to California, some other realities make it more complicated. First, California imports almost all of its pork from other states. So the cost of following this law would fall almost entirely on producers located in Midwestern states. And because California's economy is so large, uh, it is by some estimates the fifth largest economy in the world, um, no producer really could afford to just abandon the state by not complying with the law and simply not selling pork. So it's for these reasons that the pork industry is suing to stop the law, claiming it violates the Commerce Clause. saying that this is basically regulating interstate commerce. This case is going to be heard by the Supreme Court, so this one will come up. If they win, the law won't be implemented, which brings us back to the question. Should citizens be able to set the rules for their own states? Um, So that's the question. I don't know if you want to answer it here or if we just want to roll it all in.
1: Let's just roll it all in. uh, Just as a note, I want to just say economy of uh, California is listed at $3 trillion, is estimated at $3 trillion as of 2020. Yep. Jesus.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's the fifth largest in the world. Texas is number two at $2 at 2000000000000 and they're like number eight. Alex and I talked about this. Yes. California is a country, as is Texas. And, uh, uh, yeah. Like California has a larger economy than the United Kingdom and India, which is just like a, huh? what yeah excuse me (laughs) so like obviously no one wants to stop selling pork to the fifth largest economy in the world um so we can just roll this all in so i don't know if you want us to jump off from here or do you want to like toss some questions at us so you know
0: yeah i mm, Uh, there uh, are a uh, lot of things that are already worth digging into so well, I do also, have questions. Uh, just as a
1: note, uh, U.S. total GDP is about twenty-one trillion, <laughs> which means that canada uh, say that means that California itself is one-seventh the U.S. economy. The U.S. economy, U.S. Economy. US GDP <laughs> estimated as of we're gonna say as of twenty twenty is uh twenty sorry twenty yeah twenty-five was uh. Twenty rough, just shy of twenty-one trillion. California and Texas combined make up twenty-five percent of
2: the U.S. economy.
0: Yep. <laughs> that 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 makes sense to me.
2: Yeah. So just yeah. to put that those numbers in perspective for people. people, right? So people yeah. can keep this in their head when we're talking about sort of the, what's at stake with some of this. State. So, damn it! Should have made a pork joke.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> so you mean pork steak, but uh, yeah, I. <laughs> This is there's oh my god where do i even start
1: i okay i'm, I'm going to i'll i'll field this one okay uh, i'll start, give you some time to gather your thoughts so yeah people people civili- like citizens should be able to, to like to self determine that's the that's the whole premise of democracy <laughs> is that like is, you know I was like well um we should all have like we we all have a stake in this thing in our community and we should be able to set rules to protect our community. And this, like even makes more sense when you consider like the, how granular, like how different different communities can be. Um, Look, we live downstream from a, uh, say from a, from a mine. um, And that means that there are higher, that means that minerals leach uh, and like metals leach from the mine into our water supply. And uh, while the yeah, you know, I say while most people agree that like we should we have like federal guidelines for like how much lead can be in water, um, we actually get a lot of titanium, just trace you know large large amounts of trace titanium in our water, and we should probably be able to pass our own guidelines on making sure that our water is safe for for our people, and the titanium is just like not a trace element that other that other places have to deal with, so. They, they doesn't need to be a national standard, but we need a local one. Or even to keep it thematic, maybe you had a pig farm where <laughs> manu- where manure
2: runoff into the water reservoir is a big problem. Right yeah hey, And so you, you might want some extra laws if you have a pig farm in your
1: county and, and, and again, it doesn't make sense to have it nationally. not everyone lives next door to a pig farm. but yep. we're a big pig farming place and it's a problem and we need to be able to pass our own laws and make and protect ourselves. I I don't think that this is a very controversial take.
0: Well, Uh, the, the take is not what's controversial. I think it's how it has in many ways been applied to circumvent other laws or guidelines. I think that's the problem. And that's more or less what I was getting into. Like, I don't think anyone in their right mind who lives in a country that's supposed to be founded on freedom would say that the right of self-determination is a problem in any way, shape, or form. I think the issue comes when using...
2: (laughs) We'll get there. Don't worry. Keep going. I I regret to inform you. You may be on a podcast with two such people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay.
2: We'll we'll get into
0: that then. We'll get into that then. We'll get that. But um, but like, yeah, like I I don't think anyone has would have something bad to say about the the act of self determination. But the problem comes when they use I want to say like (laughs) stupid logic to circumvent using the logic of self determination to circumvent other things that they may not like or that they may try to avoid.
1: So Francine, uh, so Francine has asked, uh, "What if your state's laws interferes with the laws of another state, and like, how is that currently resolved?" Um, it's currently resolved in courts and you know like cases between states. Uh, and largely, you don't get to have those laws. Uh, c- correct. I'm gonna say, um, but let's say so. Like, so to go back to my example, right? So uh, you know, we live. I say we're we're on this. Say we're on the river. We're on the Wabash. And on the one side, I say uh, the Wabash run, you know, is used as the borderline between um, Indiana and Illinois. Well, there's a plant in Illinois that has, I say, that as part of their industrial complex, uh, you know, um, their industrial process, some chemicals get in the Wabash. Well, I say, and, it, I say, and in Chicago, this isn't a problem in bigger cities along the thing because they just have like bigger, like they just have bigger treatment plants or they can like, they know and they can take care of it, but we're a smaller town further down and we don't have that and we can't build it. It's too expensive. Are are we really suggesting that we just eat shit because the plant is in Illinois sorry your water is uh say is toxic and your in your town has become unlivable but it's very but this this plant is very important to the Illinois
2: economy yes so there's nothing you can do that sucks what that would that so that is the impact of not allowing self-determination
1: is like if you, you would just, say if you don't allow if you like if you argue right. that it's a different it involves a different state you can't pass that law well
2: and like that's the law like California will probably lose there's a good chance they lose this case in court because they are in effect regulating the economies of the world not just in this country. California consumes 15% of the nation's pork. So they are in a, but and they are going to be regulating what happens in Midwestern states. They are going to be raising the price of pork if this law goes through. They will probably lose. So to your what you said Josh, the law as it exists now does not allow you to self-determine
0: oh i thought it was the opposite
2: no No. california will probably lose the interstate commerce clause will probably be used to strike this law down two-thirds of california voters voted for it and it will probably be struck down because you cannot regulate the, the end of commerce of another state that's francine's question when these laws if your law impacts the economy of another state, you probably lose. Even if
1: everyone in your state okay. wants it. I say, I say and to skirt, I say <laughs> and to circle back to what we were talking about in the poll, like in the not in the polls, in the trends. The trends. Right? Well, um Right. Okay, so suppose say so suppose that uh, Tennessee does this uh, it's like uh right, so suppose so the the law recently got changed. To they did require a um, the proposed law, Bill 233, uh, does now require a one man and one woman who have attained the age of majority, which is 18 in, in Tennessee. But suppose they didn't include that. Suppose they like it, uh, suppose the liberals hadn't blown it out of proportion and uh, say, and it had like, and this loophole was just left, even if it wasn't oversight, it was left in there. So uh, me and my 16 year old let's say me and my 16 year old girlfriend we're going to uh, head down to tennessee for um say for, for uh for a celebration um i've cleared it with her parents they're cool with it so i'm not i am not in violation of tra- of trafficking minors across state law state lines not in violation of that um but we get married in tennessee and then i come back to kentucky we're married now no you don't there's nothing you can do about it because tennessee law says it's fine right
0: isn't this currently how it works for gay marriage?
1: Gay marriage is legally I mean, is legal federally. It's legal across so the. It, it, across but yes, the that country. was how it was. Yes, but that was how right. it worked. Right. That was how gay marriage worked. It was legal in some states. So we went to those states, got married, right. came back, and said, We're married now. You have to deal with it. This hmm. is why they had to pass it at the federal level to stop this. Yep. Okay. So, but but self
2: determination means that, like, so we say we're a fan of self-determination. That means Texas gets to ban books.
1: They can ban whatever books that like every every right. dist- every district in Texas, not even like the right. whole state, every district in Texas gets to decide what books are or aren't in their library. And you is saying if you don't like it, I guess you leave. Right. So this question around this is why we,
2: we said these two are together. Mm. The trend and the poll are together. Okay. Because while you may support the thing in, the, in the poll.
0: I'm getting it. You I'm may not it.
2: support what the states are doing in the trends, okay? But they're both an attempt to self-determine.
1: We find, I say, we find <laughs> this material like we don't think that this material has a role in our, I say, in our society. We've determined that we, the voters, have determined this by, like, by by a majority. And uh, if it does affect you, I mean, eat shit. Move to this California. This is democracy. Move to California. <laughs> this is democracy at work. Right. So when this stuff all started coming up over the last
2: couple of days, I thought we were talking about it. Frank, uh, my friend Frank, when I described it, I described this as legislative civil war is what this is. This is what Alex mentioned in the trend. We are seeing the country break apart along actual legislative lines, which is, as people may recall, the thing that led to the actual civil war was the legislative part came first. It's like you have to get rid of the slaves. Right. But what if we don't want to, but like, we're going to make you, uh, how, I guess we're going to fight over it.
1: I'll say, <laughs> alter- I'll say alternatively, this is also how guns, like this is how guns, this is how Chicago works. Yep. So yes. Chica- like, again, so Chicago is Correct. a, 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 a big ass city. Um, and it is uh, i say, and it's directly adjacent with Indiana and actually spills over into Indiana, not direct, like not technically, but for all intents and purposes. Um, I have met people in Indiana who say, like, I'm from Chicago.
2: Correct. Yeah.
1: Um, I work in Chicago. I live in Chicago. My home happens to be across the state line. Correct. Um, and then it's also right next to Michigan. It's a it's a ferry like it's a ferry ride to Michigan. Yep. And both Indi- and while Illinois, you know, say and Chicago, you know, say as a result of Chicago, have very strict gun laws. Michigan doesn't. And neither does Indiana. So you just, if you want guns in Illinois, you just go to Michigan and buy guns and then come into Illinois. And like, we don't like that. Well, they did eat shit. Right. (laughs) That's why these, this is a
2: really thorny, complicated question. I mean, the, the ultimate scenario that Alex and I kicked around was what if a state voted to leave? Like the country. What if California said, we like our pork laws. This is what we want. And we have an economy big enough to go it on their own, and they do. What if the citizens of California voted to leave the country? Well, should we let them? Kind of that's like the ult- Yeah, the that ultimate self determination is. Le- is what if they voted to leave? What if that's what they wanted?
1: Should See, we let them? I may say, like just as a, a right. as a note, I say like as as a note, right? So, um, people say Anthony is you know, talking about like well, the, the international commerce law. I'll say the sorry the state lines the, inter- the national commerce law sorry um you can you, you can't you can't make laws in your state that affect other, like that affect other states um but or, or say or during what we saw during the Trump administration where it was like I don't like your sanctuary city laws so I'm going to mobilize the federal like the federal right. apparatus against you and it's like but what if we just leave
0: i think that's so my my thought while i don't like <laughs> that, um is what Francine just put in like if we're in this scenario and California really does choose to secede. Can we stop them?
1: I mean uh, y- yes, you yes. could stop them. <laughs> you can you can use military force and you can try to use military and economic force to stop them. Yeah. Um
2: well so there's also no constitutional process by which the state can leave. There is no process that allows a state to leave. There's not some formal legal constitutional process. Is it is bad. not provided – yeah, it is not provided for in the Constitution. Now, the Constitution can be changed, but, like, we do not grant states the right to leave,
0: except
2: <laughs> – except, and this is the problem – things like the Declaration and the Bill of Rights grant them the right to leave by natural law. Like, the natural moral underpinnings of, like, the Declaration, the Bill, the Constitution – says that, yes, their right to leave is a natural right that can never be taken away from them. That is the pretty clear reading of natural of the natural law stuff. So the moral underpinnings of the document suggest they could, but the document itself does not provide a, a mechanism by which they could do this. This is self-determination. This is why self-determination is tricky in a nutshell.
1: And as a note, like to, to circle all the way back, right? So suppose California leaves, and then they say we're going to enact this law. Right. What, what are you going? What are you? I say this is like this is what happens all. This is this is what all, happens all the time. is say the the EU sets standards, and yep. then the rest of the world just kind of says, "Well, if we want to do business with the EU, we have to follow those standards." Yeah. That's 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 part of why um, Brexit was like very funny, because it was like. We're, we're not, we'll say, we don't want to, we want to make our own stuff with our own standards. And it was like, that's great. Are you going to sell it to us? Yes. Then you have to follow our standards anyway. Right. Are you just going to have two product lines, the shitty version that you sell domestically <laughs> and the better version you sell everywhere Correct.
2: else? Correct. They weren't actually going to get the thing they thought they were going to get. I mean, that's what would happen. California would leave. They're now the world's fifth largest economy and they will dictate the rules to you anyway. Because then California leaves, and then Texas votes to leave right after California leaves, oh, for and sure. the U.S. has now lost 25 percent of its economy in about I don't know three months. You've suffered 25 percent contraction.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I say, and I like, and I'll, I'll follow. I'll follow that up by, uh, well, we can't right. allow, we can't allow you to leave. Are you going to destroy? I said, well, say, well, what do we require for you to stay? You have to less, uh, you have to ignore that. Like you have to drop the commerce clause. You have to let us. You have to let us pass the laws. Okay, I guess we let you pass laws now. Great. We are once again back where we were or right. except, except that instead of being a country that tells the re- like other countries like you have to follow the rules, it is a state right. of one country. It's a right. part. It's just one right. part of the country that says these are the rules. And really, it's like one county <laughs> in one state. It's yeah, not I'm like 100. northern it's
2: not like northern California where all the farms are voting for this. I assure you that is not where the 66% of the support came from. <laughs> we know I get. I will assure you it came from LA
1: County. I Along mean, with but, like San
2: but, friend, LA. I say, San friend, Sacramento. So, so
1: like so like these three yeah. counties, yeah. you know, these these eight counties whatever. All said this is what we want and you guys get yeah. to follow the rules. And then it gets even more complicated, Josh. We're not even we're not even done
2: with the complications yet. Oh, shit. What? (laughs) So ballot initiatives in California, the way they basically work, if the if the local California industries do not like them, they kill them. So when they try to regulate tech, the tech just musters everything uh, and they just spike the initiative. There's no way it's like union busting. But what if every industry did it? So what happens? But what if you have a relatively small number of well-moneyed elite and well-moneyed industries who want to make a ballot initiative pa- pass, and they power the initiative. So now you're talking about potentially like a relatively small group of well-moneyed people could get an initiative on the ballot, get the campaign going, get the ballot passed, and thereby regulate the rest of the country.
1: The rest of the world.
2: The rest of the world, since they're the fifth largest economy in the just like U.S. and China get to tell everybody else what to do. California well, gets California. to California, Right, right. This is why this yeah. is really tricky, right? Self-determination is really good as like a moral concept.
0: On paper, yeah.
2: But the reality is that living in a country like this, you actually don't have the pure right of self-determination. You do not, as your state does not get to do what it wants to do even if everyone in your state wants it we have we have we told you that part of the agreement of the united states people don't think we don't like to think about it this way every person in every state forfeits some degree of their liberty in order to obtain something larger like being a part of the world's largest economy right being a part of the world's largest military what you give up is a little bit of that self-determination that's the
1: agreement yes that is that is that is like that's the that's how society social work. contract that's yeah. that's the, yes the social, it's contract. A social contract um <laughs> but also i just uh, I, say, I, I don't throw the other wrinkle in here so what anthony was talking about like you the the ability of just like well moneyed people to like to do this or like like california is able to do this because they have like the economy right like I'm passing and I say, you yeah. have the option. You have the option of just leave. You say, look, if you don't want to, if you don't want to abide by California standards, you don't have to sell to California. You can sell to the rest of the world and that's fine. That's fine. You just know that, like, but you know that, like, but know that you're missing out. And this is all, and like, this is just capitalism. If you don't like this, if you're this one un- is uh, like upsets you, this is capitalism. I have capital. Everyone requires capital. I get to dictate the rules. Now, you all could get together. Uh, pork or say pork producers around the world could all get together and be like we're all not going to sell a California and California would probably be like well maybe we'll rethink this or maybe that's fine we'll deal without you but yeah. that it was a but but that gets like but you're like but that requires the rest of the world being like we're gonna make a pork union. right
2: we're gonna all agree to not sell a California
1: we're make the, the country of, the country of California. We're all yeah, we're so if you have a problem with this, this is capitalism.
0: I'm still trying to wrap my head around California being the fifth largest economy.
2: I'm I'm happy you came back to that. Yeah, Alex, now we get to do the other part of the conversation that you and I had. So this is one of these interesting things, right? So I said industries concentrate for efficiency reasons. This is how capitalism works. It's just more efficient if everyone is concentrated,
1: and then I say put another way, right? Yeah. If I have one large factory, I can produce yep. way. I can produce just as much, if not more, than if I had a hundred smaller factories. So yeah. it just makes sense to condense and consolidate yeah. and specialize. Yeah. So it's a matter so of efficiency.
2: Exactly. Industries are more efficient when they when they clump together, but some industries are more valuable than others. It just so happens that the tech industry is really valuable and that it has clustered in California. It also happens to be the case, that because of these and things like Hollywood, this is why California has, like, a university system that's unparalleled. The number of elite universities in the California area is wild. It's it's true. There's probably nothing else like it, right? What this has meant, though, is that California has, like, a essentially permanent advantage on talent. They don't have to look for the best and brightest tech minds. They just go to Stanford or Cal or USC or Or Caltech or or UCLA. (laughs) And they just... Like Google just walks down the street. Google just goes down the street and it's like, hey, who wants to work for Google for like $200,000 a year when you graduate? Every hand goes up. I mean, we would all, that sounds great. (laughs) Which means, but this means they have a permanent pipeline on talent. Just like the East Coast has the pipeline to Wall Street, California has a pipeline to tech. This is, for instance, why like Alex and I talked about this. This is why Pixar is primarily a tech studio who happens to make movies (laughs) because of this pipeline. But this, this is why they're the fifth largest economy, to answer your question. They have this pipeline of talent to high-value industries that is unparalleled, that no one else can match, meaning they will continue unless tech becomes a devalued industry, which no one thinks I it will think have in the future. Probably won't ever. Right. They will have a permanent advantage that will continue to probably keep them in this position, meaning they'll – if we let them self-determine, they just keep – they get to keep dictating via ballot initiative what everybody else in the
1: world has to do. Again, you can leave. You can all right. decide we're just going to – we're going to not – we're not going to play with Cal- by California's rules, and that's, that's fine. But then
0: you have to deal with not having California as an option. Yeah.
1: Right, and
2: then you have to deal with every other state that also passes a bunch of rules of their own. Yeah. Texas has their own rules that required. Uh, we don't know. You can sell the pig if you hang it by hooks. We don't give a damn where the pork comes from. You have some states that have rules that are somewhere in between Texas and California. And you're like, uh, so every state gets the uh, right to have their own little unique industry where they care a lot about like Indiana probably regulates like corn and soy. Indiana's like, but we want some corn and soy stuff to protect the Indiana corn and soy industry. So we're gonna tell the rest of the world, like, well, like that, we just don't do that. Oklahoma does some stuff with beef. Like the whole thing fractured. So to avoid this, no one gets to make their own rules, which means that no, direct democracy via ballot initiative is not a thing you can allow if you want your country to stay together, probably.
0: This only gives more credence to the general <laughs> idea that I have that America is actually a bunch of other nations that Combined to become one giant one instead so, of the 50 smaller ones that we actually. Now, I'll
1: are. say, now go, I'll say, come all the way, come all the way around, right? So let, let's take it and say, so let's take this to its inevitable conclusion. You have a bunch of places that all hyper specialize to do one thing, and they are all mutually reliant upon each other. Because if you want tech, you have to go through California. But if you want bananas, you have to go through the, you know, say the plate, you know, the, um, the Ameri- like the American, the American Virginian Isles, like like the that 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 region. But if you want oranges, well, they have to come through like the Florida Mexico block. Um, and we like we all kind of want all of those things. That really like that really only like that makes a one state. That makes a global. That makes a, a nation a global nation state. Uh, yes, it's one set of rules, and it's the most stringent set of rules for all things, which is. A de facto nation state. You're all agreeing uh, to the same rules. Yes. And there's nothing you can do to do about it because you'd have to break monopolies.
2: I will also note, you have also allowed California to grow all of our fruits and nuts. In addition to making all of our tech, they grow like all of the nuts for the whole country.
0: How did Honestly. not know that?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why the water stuff is a big deal because nuts are super water intensive and they grow mm-hmm. all the nuts. Artichokes, walnuts, kiwis, plums, celery, carrots. They make up the bulk of all of it. Yeah. And They're, uh, they're, they're our breadbasket and our tech center, which is, and oh, our cultural, and our that's, cultural that's, art because of Hollywood, oh, which is probably too much power to grant to one state.
0: <laughs> what? I literally would have never known any of this so, about this uh, today.
1: So what are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. As a, as a, and as a note, they, they could, they could just say, uh, if you don't, if you don't allow us to, to run this thing, we'll just uh, like, we'll just punish internal states. Nope. Sorry, uh, U.S., we're going to sell our nuts to other places. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: my eyes have been opened. And I, I actually am really looking forward to hearing this again and hearing how my opinions changed over the course of this discussion. But with that being said... Uh, thank you for that today, guys. This podcast has been brought to you in part by Eliag Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians, and of course, Pointcast News. If you listen to any of our other podcasts, please go to our website at pointcast.news, or you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to like and follow us on Facebook for podcasts, articles, and polls like we covered today. Thank you all for enlightening me very much. Thank you all at home for listening to this craziness. We will see you next time. Josh out.